Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, Episode 82. Boost Momentum for High Stakes Performance, Lessons from Sports Psychology. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right across from me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Good morning, Pam. Once again, it's a pleasure to be joining you for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And for those of you who are listening for the first time, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to their next level of growth and success. So Pam, today we're talking about boosting momentum for high stakes performance. Yes, aggressive growth is only as strong as the momentum behind it. And as we've been speaking with CEOs of successful fast growth companies, the one thing that we hear especially often is that even when there are clear priorities and goals and the organization's culture is being nurtured, there are still times when stakes are particularly high and extra effort, even heroic performance, is required to ignite and sustain the momentum they need. Absolutely. Examples of situations like this include doing what it takes to get a major client, responding to a crisis, getting into new markets when competition is really strong, and so on. Mm -hmm. And all of these require go-big-or-go-home decisions especially in rapidly growing companies where we have to constantly navigate in an environment that's often filled with paradox and conflicting Mm -hmm. priorities. Yes. So it's understandable that boosting momentum under these circumstances is a special challenge. You're dealing with emotions ranging from passion, drive to win, leaving the comfort zone of success, exhaustion in some cases, and more. And this is where self-talk comes in. Okay. Of course, it's no secret that self-talk can influence how we perform at work. However, much more controversial is what kinds of messages work best. And this is where sports psychology comes in, since athletes are also dealing with many of the same emotions. Well, sure. We've seen examples of this at the recent Olympics, where athletes from every country really stepped it up, often beating world records that were once thought unbeatable. Literally heroic performance in some cases. Now, you found an article in the New York Times Mind and Matter column pretty recently talking about a study on self-talk for athletes. Why don't you tell us about that? Sure. The column was by Susan Pinker, and it described a really large study by Dr. Andy Lane, who's a sports psychologist at the University of uh, Wolverhampton in the UK. It involved a really large sample, 45,000 people who participated in an online study that was designed to get at whether self-talk and what kind of self-talk can really help increase effort and increase performance in a particular task. In this case, it was a uh, word matching problem. And they had a control group which was encouraged to think about performance and and doing well. They had a group that was coached to do self-talk about, I'm going to get a particular result. I'm going to achieve 100. I'm going to get 
uh, on 90, really thinking about the outcome. Mm -hmm. Then there was a third group that was given self-talk, coached on self-talk, that was more general. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to do better than ever. And their findings were really interesting because what they concluded with this study was that for this purpose, general self-talk, I'm going to do the best, really did give a bump, a significant bump in performance against the control group and even the other group of self-talk where they focused on the particular outcome. I'm going to do it this way or I'm going to get this much. So it turns out then that saying I'm going to break my score of 90 Mm -hmm. was not a good thing because it was outside of issues they could control. It's saying I'm going to do this thing Mm -hmm. and if I don't really believe I'm going to do this thing, then it's not really effective, is it? Well, that's partially true. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, again, when you believe that you're going to hit a particular outcome, And you are out of control of that outcome. Then you have it's to even fo- harder to. That's believe. right. You have to focus on what you directly can control. Well, that's right. And that's where self-talk comes in. And you can control effort. And in fact, uh, another researcher, uh, Dr. Roy Baumeister, who's uh, at Florida State University in Department of Psychology, he's researched how emotion shapes behavior. And in this article, he was quoted that what works well for effort will not necessarily work well with skill. So that's an interesting twist. Well, that's right. You can't talk yourself into being able to do something that you can't do. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not sure if I can accomplish this thing, which is outside my control, that self-talk is not necessarily going to be as effective as really wringing out the effort that I can do, especially when the stakes are particularly high, when I really have to do maybe better than I ever have. Now, another aspect of the Lane study is that the self-talk they coached the participants on was focused on positive images, positive Mm -hmm. self-talk. I can do it. I'll I'll do the best I can. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, that so many of us, whether it's in sports or business or anywhere, we're so conditioned to don't screw up. <laughs> negative self-talk, and it's, it's we don't a even tell. We're not even aware. We're sometimes not even aware. Ourselves. That's right. And uh, the worst thing that anybody can tell you if you're ready to do something really good is don't screw up. Or they say you better be great. Yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is putting the pressure on. It's yeah. a different. It's a different nuance to maybe a positive message. And the last thing that Pinker noted in her article was Dr. Lane saying, well, you know, you have to be careful about generalizing the results of this study. This really was looking at short-term performance for a particularly defined set of time. Mm -hmm. You can't talk yourself into long-term high performance. Because? Well, it eventually that self-talk you know, becomes ineffective. And if you really do keep going on and on and on at the highest level, eventually you may burn out. But you can say things such as five more seconds, right. <laughs> 10 or, more seconds. Or in, in business, you know, okay, I'll get through this weekend and then it'll be over and it'll be great. Uh-huh. Right. But if you keep saying this weekend, all right, now two more days, yeah. now two more days. Yeah. Uh, eventually, eventually you burn right out. You can, right. So 
These are lessons that can definitely be extended to boosting business performance in these high stakes situations. What we tell ourselves and others matters, not just cognitively, but also in terms of what we're able to actually accomplish both in the short term and in the long term. So we need to make sure we're giving ourselves messages in the most powerful way, in the most effective way. And we'll dig deeper into that in our next segment. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about boosting business performance, applying lessons from sports psychology. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to dramatically increase momentum for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. Does this topic resonate with you? Well, we have more. Check out related episodes to expand your perspectives and take away immediately useful ideas. Go to growthignitersradio.com, episode 82, and scroll down to resources. And while you're there, sign up for our weekly alert of upcoming episodes so you'll always be up to date. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking with each other today about boosting momentum for high-stakes business performance, drawing on lessons from sports psychology. And Scott, in the first segment, told us about a study that had some very useful lessons that we can draw into business. And the big one is not all self-talk is created equal. Oh, that's right. You have the self-talk to promote effort. We can do the best. There's also self-talk that's instructional. I'm going to, if I'm swimming, I'm going to hold my arms in a certain Mm -hmm. way. Uh, And the important thing is applying self-talk, especially when you're going for effort, to a particular task in a particular way and not to use the right self-talk for the wrong purpose. Yes. I remember my first job. I was 16 years old and I worked in uh, a burger place that will remain unnamed. (laughs) And every morning before we would start, the manager would bring us all together, a bunch of 16-year-olds, and he would go, who's the best? Who's the best? And we go, we are, we are. And we'd jump up and down and go, yes, we're off and we're going to have a great day. And we go off and we go to our stations and nothing would really be all that different. Why? Because the self-talk was wonderful in one sense. We Mm -hmm. were all energized, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't applied to something specific. Okay. So, for instance, it could have been maybe customized if he had said something like, and who's going to make the best milkshakes? I am, I am. Or how are we going to take the hamburgers and get them out to the customers faster than we did yesterday, mm-hmm. which I think is an even better example. Okay. So the more specific that it would have been, then we would have been focused. And then the self-talk of, 
let's make it just a little faster. Ah. Let's just make it a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. That would have taken off. Okay, so in sports, you have a very, very defined task. I'm going to swim a race. I'm going to throw this shot put mm-hmm. as far as I can in a burger shop. I'm going to make the hamburgers as fast as I can. And get them, and to, get the them to the customer as fresh. And get them to the customer fresh. And I'm going to pay attention to my fries so they're crispy and fresh all That's the time. wonderful. Okay, so how does that apply to business? Well, in the heroic situations we're talking about right. here, there are a lot of things that we can do to tell ourselves just a little bit faster, we'll get this out for mm-hmm. sure. Right. At the same time, we can significantly boost momentum for performance if we use a process similar to the way that a swimmer knows the process of a great stroke for endurance or the way a golfer addresses a drive. Now, some of you may be out there thinking, process, process, that's the thing that slows us down. We don't want that. The fact is, though, that the process doesn't have to be oppressive, doesn't have to be bureaucratic. There's process that's useful and helpful and makes us go faster, and there's process that does slow us down. We're talking about the former, not the latter. Some of the fastest companies, in fact, have some of the most elegant processes. Right. Process done right gives us the ability to focus on each piece, and then we can say, well, okay, how am I going to take this and bring it up to its highest level, to its pinnacle. And how can we apply it to other things that are not exactly the same, but will get us where we need to go faster? And it's true in every part of the company, including the C-suite, where a lot of go big or go home decisions could be made even better by using a process that provides extra focus. So let's put this all together. For example, we're launching a major product worth millions in the first year alone. This is a go big or go home decision to reach a market in a new way. Okay. The deadline is there. The clock is ticking. What are we going to say? What are we going to tell ourselves? No, two things. One is we will remind ourselves uh, in each part of the organization, this is what I have to do. We have to have the marketing copy. We have to have it done on, on deadline and have it really persuasive. So we have to have all the testing done. Mm-hmm. On time to make sure we're in that a regulated it's great. environment here. We have right? to make sure that all the regulatory process is done at the highest level so that regulatory clearance is in the bag. Check. Okay. Check. Check. And, and so on. And and you've got all of these things. We're going into an unknown. And so we also have to have the motivational talk to help us do the deadlines and really stretch to the limit. So it's we, we can know, do this. We know that we have been leaders in our field, in our industry. We know that we've done everything possible to make sure that this launch is going to be successful. So we can do this, and we will do this, and we're all going to work together and push and get it out. Right. So the more that you can put something into place mm-hmm. that you can refer to, the elements of it can be applied to something else that you've never done before. Right. So you have that specificity, and you can focus on, we're going to do the top We're going to do the best we can and and put that effort into it when it is Mm -hmm. make or break. And that was what was true in other studies that we saw about uh, star athletes was that the combination of self-talk aimed at effort and 
the self-talk that was based on specific process, whether it was moving the arm right. a certain way or positioning for a certain golf swing. Right. All of that worked together for the best performance of all. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about three immediately useful ideas for boosting the momentum of high stakes business performance, drawing on lessons from sports psychology. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, on the web at businessadvance.com. Does your company have what it takes to meet your current commitments and move fast enough to respond to new opportunities? Well, take the first step to confirm your perspective by requesting our free resource, Five Questions to Ask When You Need to Move Even Faster. Our questionnaire will help you find out where to begin to focus your energy and resources so that what should be happening actually is happening faster and more effectively. We developed these questions based on our work with clients in over 30 industries. We've helped them scale faster, make innovation happen faster, and more quickly respond to new opportunities. And this has generated millions of dollars in top and bottom line growth. And now you can have this resource on a complimentary basis just for sharing your contact information with us. So don't miss out. Go today to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 82. Scroll down to resources and click the link, download five questions to ask when you need to move even faster. And to learn more about our success stories, go to businessadvance.com client results. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking about boosting the momentum of high-stakes business performance, drawing on lessons from sports psychology. So, Pam, we've talked about the positive effect of the right kind of Mm self-talk for the right sort of situation. Now, let's get more specific. Let's get down to some actionable advice that people can actually apply for creating self-talk in themselves and their teams that will really help give them the best effect in those heroic situations that call for extra effort and extra quality. Okay. Well, the first piece of advice is to tune in. Notice what it is that you're actually saying. Okay, so I might be talking to myself, but not really listening. Is that exactly what you're exactly in a high stakes heroic type of situation? We don't have time to sit and meditate and listen to ourselves. But what we can do is to listen to what we're telling other people. Ooh. So if it's things like we can't mess up, we've uh-huh. got to get it perfect. We've got you know, is that going to be the kind of effort building? Mm-hmm type of uh, self-talk that we need, chances are that whatever we're telling other people, we're telling ourselves in spades. For example, I was working with the CEO of a successful middle market company, and she was very proactive and wanting to get to that next level of success. Mm -hmm. Along the way, what I found was that there were some messages that she was telling herself, self-talk that would come out, especially under high-stakes situations. Right. 
And the message that was getting in her way the most was, I have to do it all myself. This was an understandable message because she was the founder of the company. Okay. And so she got locked into this habit of having to do everything herself. And she couldn't see what she was doing when we looked at what she was telling herself. She stood back and looked at all the hats she was wearing. And it turned out that although this was a solidly middle market company, Mm -hmm. she was wearing about six different hats. Because so, she was used to wearing them. Okay, so she crafted them as they were grow as they were starting out, and she never took them off. Mm-hmm. That's right. And when she had a chance to see how that particular self-talk was interfering with their ability to get business at an even higher level, mm-hmm. that was when she started making adjustments. She stopped looking at her company as a pure startup Mm -hmm. and started saying, I have a great team Mm -hmm. and a team that can really work with me. And even beyond that, they have teams and their teams can work together. It changed the messages that were coming out and their ability to successfully work through the high stakes situations and boost performance. So the coaching helped her take the self-talk that she wasn't necessarily really aware of, Mm -hmm. become aware of it, and craft something that was new, more positive, and really directed at getting them the business results they needed. And the entire executive team started operating at an even higher level. And it had to have taken a huge amount of stress off of her. It did. Yeah. It was like a new lease on life. Wow. Powerful story. Okay. So what's another idea? Remember that we want the self-talk to be specific to a situation, right? Right, right. So in terms of crafting messages, of course, it depends on what specifically you're trying to accomplish. Right. Focusing in on that and then thinking about what is going to be most relevant to the situation. Mm -hmm. So for star athletes, it has to do with, I can lift this weight just a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Well, what can we do? We can get that... uh, proposal out today, or whatever it is that we're trying to specifically accomplish. Mm -hmm. And on the effort building side, it's important that the message be positive and aspirational. It's not don't screw up. It's we can do this and we can expend, you know, the energy and maybe it's, you know, this weekend we can work extra hard and get it out ahead of schedule. Whatever it is, it's it's positive, it's aspirational, and it's something you can you can believe. So, what's a third piece of advice for generating powerful self-talk for high-stakes situations? Know when it's useful to call in a coach. Okay. Well, as an executive, I'd think that it'd be time to think about calling in a coach when I'm highly committed to high-performance results for myself as well as the company, and I have a real curiosity about what can be done to raise my game as well as the company's. And you'd want not just any coach. You'd want a coach that understands the impact of self-talk on momentum for business performance in an environment that is not straightforward. I mean, think about the fact that star athletes always have a coach. Why is that? They're not doing things wrong. Well, they're not doing things wrong, but they need that extra perspective to watch them and help them see what 
they can't necessarily see. Mm-hmm. And they have that perspective to be able to say, based on what I know, mm-hmm. I can tell you that if you move this way a little bit right. or that way. And in the case of self-talk, what a coach needs to look for is the extent to which the self-talk is specific, right? it's relevant, right? that it's positive, mm-hmm. all the things we've been talking about, and also that the process steps are in place in order for a group, an individual and a group to be able to get to that next level. So they're focusing on things that they really can control. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and directing the self-talk at that specific set of behaviors. So Pam, any final thoughts on the issue of self-talk and high stakes performance in business? Just as with sports, Boosting momentum for business performance in the high-stakes situation depends on having the right kind of Mm self-talk. Not all self-talk is created equal. We can get the maximum benefit by working with both the effort-building self-talk and the self-talk designed to raise our skill and process levels. And when we can combine those two, magic happens. Thanks, Pam. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 82. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this thought to discuss with your team. What are we going to do to create the most effective kinds of self-talk for our business so we can boost performance in our highest stakes situations. Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.